even though it's cutthroat, it's like if that's something you should grow out of. At a it, it, yeah, I mean, at some point you want to move past your dark for the sake of being quirky yeah. or dark just to get like a rise out of somebody. Yeah, and at least have like uh, uh, like satire or you know some sort of intelligence. Like yeah, yeah, it can be dark. You can be totally. I've got a dark sense of humor. You have a dark sense of humor. Yeah, but like satirical and intelligent counts for a lot of that. Yeah, and it's not. It doesn't. And like as much as people think it comes off as witty, like I don't believe it is. Yeah, there's other ways to do it at a certain age. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's granted. This his timing and his delivery was great. But yeah, I was like, but the, I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, but I don't, I don't. I can't subscribe to that anymore. Yeah, that's a little bit rough. Yeah, but I mean like, uh, you got to give it to him for like willing to push the envelope. Like he's willing to put himself out there. To, to oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I, this, this just me personally. Like I, I, I grew, but for him, it's like uh, um, I can't imagine him any other way. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but um, doesn't take away from, doesn't take away from the fact that he's, he seems like a really nice guy. So. Well, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, I think that's the that's the thing that you don't like. You were able to gauge what he was trying to do was be funny, but he wasn't trying to be deliberately like crude or deliberately insensitive no no yeah he was he, just trying to like crack a joke oh yeah like, that's he, the risk yeah and he said he, he goes you know what the funny thing is I have a meeting about this because he works for the federal government and mm-hmm. he's like I have a meeting about this whole topic next tomorrow well the topic <laughs> the topic is that there were over a thousand kids a thousand children we should make I mean I think so far that's so far I think yeah. that's the one thing that people don't make clear enough mm-hmm. is there's a thousand children that died of neglect out of like you can say whatever you want that they had this or they had that or they had whatever but the residential school system neglectfully allowed over a thousand children so far to die under their care. Yeah, and I think the ones who, yeah, the ones who died are like they're, like it's like even like neglect is like is one word is one way to say it. Yeah. But the ones those are the kids who were tortured, sexually yeah. abused, and molested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some were raped. They were torn from their parents. If parents said anything about it, they would get one parent would actually give get uh, one year in jail. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that I think that's a good point too. Like, you can say it was neglect, but really it was like neglectful oh, neglect homicide. Is, yeah, neglect was uh, was, was no, no, one no, of them. no. Yeah. It's one of them. But yeah. I mean, like, uh, but ne- I think neglect I'm using as a blanket term. But you're right in that it was more akin to a neglect in homicide, a homicide from that neglect. Yeah, these like are ki- you, you did it on purpose. Yeah, like you purposely let them die. Yeah, the basic these are kids who were torn from their homes. Yes, just put through hell. Yeah, and then just buried. For, when, like, for, for history to never remember them. To put it into like some sort of perspective, when we were kids, uh, we had those like workbooks you'd get mm-hmm. from school. You had to like, read this chapter and then like read the three questions in the bottom, then write your little paper about it or whatever, and like, give it to your teacher stuff. You remember that? Like, refl- I think Reflections is the one I was talking about. Okay. Like the little manuals you yep. get, right? In one of them, there was a story about a kid who was Aboriginal who was taken from his parents, put into the foster system, went to a foster family, and the whole story is about how his, he was expecting to get this day out. Because mm-hmm. he's the family, like the mother and the father, who I think they made them call sir and ma'am. Yeah. So he had to refer to them like that. They were going to go, they were packing the car up. They got this huge trip. They're going to go out and do all this fun stuff. He's like, yes, we're going to go have a great day. Like, this is unbelievable. Like, this is what they told you your life was going to be like. Yeah. And the mother is like, we're leaving. Don't be back until dinner time. And we're after. Like, yeah. don't be back until 9 p.m. when you hear our car roll up. Yeah. Make yourself scarce. Hit the road. And mm-hmm. this poor kid now has to, like, find something to do around the neighborhood. He sees them leave. He jumps right back in the backyard. And since it was early when they left, they woke him up. He's got to sleep underneath the porch. That's shit. Because mm-hmm. it's a fucking porch. Yeah. And then the neighbor, finally, after, like, the end of the day sees him, he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. The kid's like, I don't know. They told me to make myself scarce. Mm-hmm. The neighbor is like, well, we're making steaks. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come over and eat with us? Yeah. Like, at least there was some sort of compassion. Like, somebody had compassion, which was rare. 
Yeah. At that time. Yeah, that time it was just uh, um, you were just literally on your own. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, there's there was a lot of um, uh, yeah, I was kind of reading more into it, and it was just um, I don't think like I know what's his face uh, Trudeau wants Pope Francis to come or whoever the Pope is right now um, to come to Canada to personally go on TV and say because he represents the Catholic Church basically, yeah, yeah. and so he's. To get him to publicly like apologize. a mea culpa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mea culpa, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's just and this is this, this is just what we like. Canada took a ma- Canada just took a massive beating on the world stage, especially from China. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because China, like, because from I mean, and from China. Yeah. So like, basi- ain't exactly so like basically, great on human rights. Yeah. Anyway. So like, so like, the Canada was was just putting so much pressure on China to like Canada was pressing too much to, well, Trudeau was putting so much pressure on China to like say you know for the, um, the for Uyghurs? all the yeah the Uyghurs to like yeah, yeah. you know say like you should there should be you should have to pay for those yeah. those crimes against humanity that you guys did then China's like like who, Canada who the hell are you like just recently like, who the hell are you kick st- rocks man yeah who the who hell are you, are you to say, say anything about us to like yeah. these are the indigenous people you guys buried yeah. into the in the dirt and then just tried to cover it up what grosses me out the most about the entire thing, about the entire system of the uh, the residential school system, is how close it kind of resembles. When you really start like digging into the way they were funded, the way uh, the way their system worked is like the private prison system in America. How you target a certain demographic to keep those people cycled through your prisons because you're gonna make more money. It's like you had this you had this thing you want. You wanted land or you wanted whatever. So you scoop up all these kids. Mm-hmm. You run them through your system. You claim that you're gonna bring them to Jesus and they're gonna be saved. They're going to mm-hmm. find something in the arms of a different religion because they're, they're savages, they're heathens, whatever they are, pagans, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And then you're going to educate them, you're going to, bri- you're going to bring them religion, them. Yeah. regentrify them, whatever. But really, it's all because, it, follow the money, man. It's all because somebody's pockets are getting full. And in this case, it's the Catholic Church yeah, through the government. Yeah, it is a, it, it's, it's chapter one of genocide. Yep. That's literally what it is. It's ethnic cleansing 101. Yeah. And um, it's a disregard for a people. A complete yeah. disregard for a human, like a segment of the human race. Yeah, our yeah. own people. Yeah, like we're uh, all yeah. humans. Yeah, like America's not shy about. It. They did. So, they, they did so many things to the Native Americans, and uh, we can't. It's so hard. It's going to be so hard for Canada to like. Um, like that's that's just established now. It's 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 a, it's a yeah. cliche now. We, we, like, yeah. you know, cowboys and Indians. It's like, it's, like a, it's it's part it's part of the, the the lexicon of like North America. But like now, yeah. Canada is going to be part of that, and then we're like the way we just violated native indian uh sorry native uh uh canadian first nations yeah and yeah that's a stain on canada's legacy and it's part of like canada's legacy yeah you know what i mean it's it's a part of your legacy now i know people talk about like the the argument comes up a lot of times that like within that legacy why don't you just find today is day one and then move on and it's hard to do when you look at like you were interrupted in your process like you were you were moving in a direction People showed up, interrupted your process, and literally just like, it's like throwing a, like not even a pebble. It's like shotgunning the water. Yeah. The water was still, they were cool. They were out in their, in their planes doing their own shit. You can judge Aboriginal culture for all you want with the over hunting or whatever it is. Like make up all the stories you want to try to like, you know, justify what you were doing. Mm-hmm. But you, you literally stopped the progress. You, I heard this about rape one time, that once somebody gets raped, the rapist has murdered the person that that person was going to be, mm-hmm. you literally murdered the race that was going to be. They, yep. Like, so much more could have happened, but you decided to come in and do all this stuff. So, when people say, like, hey, you know, today's day one, it's like, kind of, no, it's no, not. No, it's not. No. Because you, you disrupted, like, a system. 
And now you're saying, well, just move on. It's like, yeah, you, the people today, Aboriginals born today in Canada are affected by the system. And the they thing, are affected. They are affected. And they, they, all, like, you can't tell me that none of these uh, First Nations uh, didn't know about all this. Yes. And there's still survivors of that, of that, uh, of that era. Of the system. Living, yeah, of that living today. Oh, so I, I worked you, with a, a ton. Yeah, so you're telling me that um, day one, uh, that means everything that, everything that happened before yes. and their lives that they have to live with this, it doesn't matter anymore? It doesn't matter anymore. So you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't care. Yeah, she's, she's, she's bringing up something that's from, from, uh, from that happened way in the past. Just shut her up because we have to move forward. Now pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. It's like it doesn't work like that. No, you well, Not when you disrupt a people. It's the same, the same thing you can say for the black population in the States. Like, the history of that alone is not... It's not identical, but it's it's the only thing we have to gauge it by. When you look at what happened with the disruption of a people, mm-hmm. we're brought to another country as labor, slave labor, yeah. not labor labor, slave labor, forced to work or die. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, throughout history now, when you're trying to say, hey, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but don't go to the same schools as us, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, yeah. but don't live in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And when you do create a neighborhood that is successful and affluent, Black Wall Street will bomb it from the skies. Yeah. It's like you can't like you can't say that you haven't disrupted the natural order of things. And yeah, then, no, you then can't claim to be like, oh, yeah. they they're just whining about shit that happened four hundred years ago. Yeah, like I've never, I don't, I don't know, I've never heard that mm-hmm. where it comes to like let's let's start from day one and moving forward. Let's start. I've, I haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking. It, it, I don't doubt that that probably that's probably like what's going on right now, or some people are saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that is that's that is cross the line of insulting. That is just yeah. like complete disregard of like what these people went through it's and the, not not to segue out but it's the Hannibal Burris thing with Bill Cosby who are you to fucking tell black people how to pull their pants up and stand straight and talk English when Bill Cosby you rape people and then get out of jail for it what a what a bananas time for us to take a break Cosby's out Cosby's out the most prolific rapist in the 20th century the guy who started it all Spanish fly yeah, he started it all. Now he's back out. Right everything master. is everything is circular. He yeah. is the uh, he is like, like the the who's the who's the dude and well, because Snake, Snake Eyes is coming out, so it's in my head. He's the hard master of rape. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the hard master of rape. Yeah, he's the he's the kingpin, and he's the, the guy kingpin, yeah. the guy just made a deal that turned into a deal. It's like oh we can't yeah we can't put him in jail for the shit that he did because we made a deal with him before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that means Rudy and Vanessa are running for their lives right now. Oh my god, yeah. that's see, that's dark. But, uh, winky wink. But wild. I mean, how, like, and the, the problem, too, with double jeopardy. Like, he can't be tried for that crime anymore. And there are people out there who yeah. he clearly raped because there were records. I mean, he made, like, comedy records yeah. about putting Spanish fly in drinks. So you know there's more people out there. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure there's, there's probably deleted scenes in Leonard Part 6. Oh, 100%. That, well, that's what happened to Parts 1 through 5. Mm-hmm. They're all rape. Yeah, they're all rape. That's why they, that's, <laughs> they, all, they, that's why they went straight to Leonard Part 6. It's a quintilogy yeah. <laughs> of, of rape. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Bill Cosby's a rapist. Don't forget it. Yeah, Leonard Part 5. Don't let him out alive. <laughs> don't let him out alive. Leonard Part... Oh, dark. Dark comedy. We're not poking fun no. at an old man who's also a rapist. We're saying he's a rapist. Yeah. And that he did this. Now he's out. Yeah. That's... Oh, my God. I got so many now. Leonard Part 4. Try to give him more. Oh, my yeah. God. Brutal. Leonard Part 3, leave them uh. all for me. <laughs> Leonard Part 2, I'm coming for you. <laughs> what was Part 1? Part 1? <laughs> Leonard Part 1, I just want to get it done. <laughs> that is... That's the one that gets us cancelled. That's the one that YouTube is like, take him down. Yeah, exactly. Take him down. So, these, these animals. Yeah, but these, these, this is just based on just 
None of these movies got released. This, this, you know, is just, this is just us being stupid. You know why we're being stupid? It's because we had a heat wave this week. We got oh. destroyed with the hottest temperatures. This is, yeah, on this Earth. is our first one back since like the big, before the beginning of the heat wave. Well, before the well, for the last three and a half weeks, I, I told you. I didn't tell. I almost I thought I broke my back. I was bent in half. <laughs> I had a. I've always had like a weird back. Lower back. Lower back, and then I had a bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, we, we need we need to talk because I I need to strengthen my lower back. Oh man, that was. I've literally been in three and a half weeks of rehab. Just um, getting my getting my ass okay glued back together again. Okay, we'll we'll have a discussion later. Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. I'm not even joking. DDPY. That guy, he developed a program. I'll do it. I'll do whatever you say. And yeah. I'll, well, I mean, since we're on it, he developed a really an amazing program for um, sports, like sports yoga. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, it's not like for wrestlers, for wrestlers. But I mean, literally, he brought Jake the Snake back from the dead. Yep. He fixed his back. Mm-hmm. And um, if anybody knows about what he actually did to, to develop the program. It's it is an intensive sports medicine routine. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, it's very. I'm d- yeah, I'm down for it. If clinically you thoroughly yeah. checked out. Yeah, it is literally my like my like I have no more pain in my knees. I'm mm-hmm. all good to go. Uh, it's just my lower back. Your lower it. back. Yeah. I will walk you through what I did. To, Sounds good. To Thank be you. moving around yeah. again. I'm gonna jumping jacks again. Well, yeah. I mean, I, well, I running for me it's like running. So running's yeah. rough in the back. It's so hard. The yeah. impact. Yeah, just like yeah. If I go like two minutes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hurting. So. Can I tell you what number one is though? The number one thing to do for your back to get that pain gone. Cut sugar out. Cut out the sugar. The inflammation easy. you get from white sugar is ridiculous. That's easy. Yeah, it's all but, but I But I, took, I do take anti-inflammatory drinks every day. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good, too. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Like you're, uh, you're, you're into the health diet. Like, you, you've really formatted your diet now. Yeah. I've, I've lost I lost a little weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, went, uh, I went 45 miles the today. car alarm is not going to stop. Yeah. I went 45 40. miles on the bike. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, no Cause problem. Cause you were hitting like 35 was like a big number for you not too long ago. Yeah, I can, yeah, 45, no problem. Pretty good. Yeah, I just ran out of, like, where, where do I go now? You just run out of where you I ran out of where to go, to. so now I have to find a new route. So, hmm. yeah, I gotta, yeah. Well, so. we do have, uh, if he's listening, we have uh, Yeg, Bike bike Dad Yeg. I'm, I'm always gonna screw that up, Tim. I'm always gonna mess up the, uh, the handle. But my cousin Tim, mm-hmm. he's got a great route on the, uh, I guess, like, you know, the other side of the river-ish mm-hmm. from Cameron Heights yep. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's beautiful. He's on uh, Bike Dad Yeg on his okay, cool. uh, YouTube okay, channel. Yeah. I'll link it on the description below. Sure. But he's got, like, tons of videos about places to go to. Perfect, yeah. He's never short mm-hmm. on a long ride. Yeah, I went to from here. <laughs> <laughs> I went to here to Bill Creek Ravine, went to White Avenue, went by University, came out, came around by Horlack Park, mm-hmm. University, um, through Horlack Park, Sorry, not Horlack Park from uh, Milky Ravine. Came out by 63rd Avenue or Argyle Road. Came back 91st Street. Then I did the Millwoods route and I came back here. Nobody outside of Edmonton has any idea what we're talking about. No, but... Uh, 8,000 listeners. Yeah. And 200 of them know what yeah, we're talking about. But that was a, a 3,000 calorie burn. That's pretty good. Ah, uh, you got to put that back in. Yeah, I did. With a Wendy's burger. I did, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> this guy, all hell. Yeah. Scrubs it out with a Wendy's burger. Exactly, yeah. I just, um, I was eating, all, all, just bites, I, just bites along the way. Mm. And Nibbles. then, and yeah, I just kept drinking water. But I have to, like, I don't think I'm going to use, a, I use a water bottle, but in the heat, it, it gets lukewarm after a while. Oh, so, I, sure. yeah, so I have to, I do have a camel pack, but I have to get a new one, so... I want yeah, a three, that's probably a good idea, huh? I want a three-liter one, so I can just put it in my backpack, because then it stays cool. Yeah. And then just... Look at that way. I used to always think those were silly when I would see people awesome. like, like using them. Yeah, they're I awesome. use them and they're yeah. amazing. They're amazing. They're really good. They're, I mean, like the straw is right there. You're on your bike. Yeah, just, just, just clip it on your backpack, and then whenever you need it, just be like, uh, oh, and then just you're good to go. Well, the idea of trying to chug a water, like you got to stop, and then you got to drink, and then you have to put it back in the cradle, put it back in the thing. And I mean, it takes all that. It really does disrupt your ride. 
It, it does, up, yeah. Whereas the straw is in and you're done. Yeah, I think I might just get the one that's actually a backpack. Yeah. And then just do that. And then I can put my, like, I can put, like, you know, like, tools in there and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, because you don't need that much room. Um, I was going to talk about the weight of what that would be when you're riding your bike. But three, three, uh, three kilos. Three kilos. So, yeah. you're, so you know, six six something pounds, which is pretty, seven pounds. Yeah, yeah three kilos, yeah, it's three liters good. of water. And then uh, whatever you're using for, like, whatever food you're carrying and whatever tools you're carrying. So That's not bad. Yeah, and then good. your phone and stuff like that. So um, The reason I got sidetracked, though, while trying to talk about the weight, was I remembered that today, for some reason, I had it in my head to find out exactly how and how much they used when it came to the popcorn scene at the end of Real Genius. Yeah, pretty amazing. Now you're a huge real. Look at this, look at your face. <laughs> you're a huge real genius fan. Yeah, it's one of your favorite movies. It's your weird science. So it's your version of what weird, what weird science is to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably one of my. It's one of those movies where like if I see it, no matter what, I will watch it. You'll watch it straight through. Straight through. You yeah. can quote lines from it. Yeah. Now I will admit I had not seen it until we did our real genius episode. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. I, to me, it looked like what you wanted. Like, remember when you would open up Mad Magazine and a really intricate, like the art was so intricate. Mm -hmm. It felt like you could just reach in and take a poster off the wall of like a drawing of like Mr. Cotter. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the classroom. Like Mad Magazine was so well done. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was real genius come to life. It was like someone yeah, described yeah. it to a Mad Magazine. Oh, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I it just mean. felt like that to me. I really, I, I loved it. Yeah, I feel like, like when he walks in, he, he sees Chris Knight for the first time, and he's like, and he's standing on his head. Yeah. He's like, would you be prepared if gravity were, were to reverse itself? Yeah. And he's like, and then he gets back on his feet, and he's like, hmm, my only worry is where I would keep the change. And he's like, I got it. Nudity. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's such a, a weird movie. joke, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, that is a very eclectic joke. I'm like, I like that. It's a great, it's, I really enjoyed it. But that popcorn scene, I was like, what, what's going on here? So I took a look at the, uh, the scene on YouTube a couple times, and right in the description of YouTube, there's this whole breakdown of how much they used. Yep. They used a shit ton of real popcorn. Mm -hmm. It's like 38 trucks. Yep. And, I, and they don't mean 38 trucks like ice cream trucks. Mm -hmm. 38 semi-trailers mm -hmm. full of popcorn. Yep. That's, that's madness. Nuts. That's nuts. Then they, they load the house up, and they had to have the weight ratio right so the weight of the popcorn can knock the doors they built down. Yep. It's bananas, man. Mm -hmm. Like, if you haven't seen Real Genius, not to spoil anything, but there is a beautiful sequence that involves a Jiffy Pop. Yeah. It's like, like a, not even a Rube Goldberg, just mm -hmm. a prank. Yeah. It's like they, they put all this shit together mm -hmm. to make this popcorn explode, and it does. And it was real popcorn. Mm -hmm. And I just kept thinking about it over and over again. Like, how much fucking popcorn they used? Oh, yeah. And there's there's a subtle line that's kind of foreshadowing in there. Hmm. When, uh, when Chris Knight goes to that guy's house for the first time. Okay. And he's like this. And he's like, he's sitting, and Chris is just eating uh, he's eating popcorn. And he's like, uh, he says hi to him. And he's like, uh, he goes, he goes, what's that smell? And he's like, it must be the dog. And he's like, it's popcorn. He's like, we're throwing the trash. He's like, I hate popcorn. And then, so Chris Knight made a, made a note of that. Just kept that in his head. Yep. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah. I, I was, and I was it's surprised. So you can't even tell. He just throws in the garbage. He's like, ah, oh, whatever. Whatever. But he kept that in his pocket. Yeah. He knew he was going to use he that knew popcorn. It. Yeah, he's like, that's what this, that's going to hate. He's going to hate this. God, it's beautiful. It's, it's. And not only those... that, it's like right after that, the this, the popcorn scene, mm -hmm. the ending scene is just, it's magical. Well, it's chaos. Yeah. It's like schoolyard dreaming. Yeah. It's like, you see that, like what you would, we had one time when I was a little kid, a sand pile in front of our house. Mm -hmm. And we pulled up one day and there was about a thousand kids in this thing. Because mm -hmm. my dad was building this whole fancy unit and whatnot and like a sandbox. He's going to do this thing in our backyard. Mm -hmm. This is like 1983 or 82. Yep. And uh, we're driving home. But just just before, yeah, probably kindergarten. 83. Yeah, 83, 5, 5. Yeah, 83 kindergarten. was kindergarten. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. 83 was kindergarten. 
So um, we're pulling up to the house and the sand pile, which is probably the size of like a Geo Metro. And it just had all the kids from the, from the street. They were all on it. My dad had to like shoo them off the broom. No, not really. He just told them to hit the road and they yeah. saw a car come around the corner. And they freaked out because, mm-hmm. you know, the big brown guy. Nobody saw a brown guy back then. These were yeah. all white kids. Yeah. They all just kind of scattered. But that's real genius to me. Oh, That yeah. whole sequence to me is like, that's real genius. That's real genius, yeah. yeah that's the whole, that's the, the sequence. After. Oh, yeah. Like the, um, I, I, I still listen to, uh, yeah, that, that end scene is like with, with Tears for Fears. And it's like, it's, it's such a, it's the best. I think the ending is better than Lost Boys where they find out that uh, um, their uncle is like, he knew about the vampires all, yeah. the, all along. The only thing that, I hate about this town. Yeah, because it, 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 they played People Are Strange by the Doors. Yeah. That end scene of, uh, I find that the end scene for, it's more emotional. You see the kids playing in slow motion. They're just yeah. throwing the popcorn in the air. It's like. Well, it's fitting to who they are. It's everybody wants to rule the world. Yep. And it's like, you know, it's literally about kids where genius is being held down by their. Exactly. And they, these, these, it's, it just shows kids who are free and they just want to yeah. have fun. They don't have to worry about anything. They're just like, they're not pressured by like their grades or, um, you know, like, because like, the, all these people at, the, at, that, at that Caltech, they're all, they have no friends. No, they're all, nerds. They're, they're nerds. They're, they're, all they have is each other, right? And they see all these kids who are just having fun. You could see them. They're just. They're like, that's that's what we missed out on in our childhood. It's I feel like I missed out on that movie in my childhood because I always mm-hmm. avoided it because of the poster. The mm-hmm. poster to me felt too much like that War Games kind of thing. Yep. Like that Matthew Broderick, and I I never liked Matthew Broderick as a kid because, you know, everybody Except else wanted to... Except Ferris Bueller, right? Well, they wanted to save Ferris. I wanted to kill Ferris. <laughs> like, I, I want a shirt that says kill Ferris. Kill Ferris? If somebody can tell me I'm going to kill Ferris shirt, mm-hmm. oh my God, be, I'll make one. Mm. I'll just make it. I'll stencil I, that shit myself. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to kill Rooney T-shirt. <laughs> kill Rooney, right? Yeah. God, the Rooney. Everybody yeah. wants to kill Rooney. Yeah, exactly. I want to. Kill, I want to kill him in Amadeus. Oh yeah, I guess right. Yeah. He was not. He was in everything. Yeah. Like what wasn't that guy a dick in? Well, it's like in Real Genius Peck. Like what wasn't that guy a dick in? He's, he plays a better dick than he plays the. I don't. I can't remember him as a nice guy in any movie. We're, we're talking about like Walter Peck from Walter Ghostbusters. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters um, and uh, Dick. What's his name from and Die Hard? Die Hard one and two. He was the he was the dick in that as well. There's some guys playing soccer back here. So backside attacks in a terrible aim. I'm just gonna say the kick was solid. The aim was awful. Because you know how you know how you keep the ball on the ground when you kick it. Don't make an excuse. You can't. You, you're, you're, it has to be a pendulum like that. It's gotta be a pendulum. Yeah. If you go like this, like that, you're gonna raise it. If you, it will go up. Yeah. Have you been watching the uh, UEFA? No. The Euros? No. I don't watch that. That non-football football. That, that, that filthy sport. That filthy. Do you not watch soccer? Really? No. Wow. I don't. I am not even a soccer fan, but the World Cup and the... the How do you know what's... What is it? How do you know what's going on? Well, Enlighten like, me. With yeah. soccer? Yeah. It's pretty cut and dry. I don't know. What, what, is, what, what is going on right now? Like, right now? Yeah. Oh, England won today against the Ukraine. Okay. Um, pretty bad. Denmark uh, took out the Czech Republic, which is rough. Whoa. Spain and Italy are up. They're, they're playing currently. I believe they're playing tomorrow or they played today. And then uh, the winner of Spain and Italy is going to play the winner of uh, England and... I think uh, uh, Denmark. You has the biggest spo- a sports contract uh, yeah. in because you know like they say NFL players, uh, sorry NBA players have the biggest contracts. Uh, well, that's I mean, that's what they said. There, 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 there was an article uh, that I read two days ago mm-hmm. that um, so let's say someone signs a five-year deal to a five-year two hundred forty-dollar million-dollar deal. And yeah, like, like you have Kevin Durant, you have Steph Curry, you have LeBron James, they're the three highest players, paid players, and then uh, you have. They were looking at it. Kevin Durant's like, um, it goes. I thought I made a lot of money. They look at Le- uh, Messi's contract for the oh, last yeah, four for years. Sure. He made, he made two hundred million dollars a year. 
I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. There was a, like oh, a over that, maybe contract, over that, yeah. Right? yeah like there, there were pinnacle contracts. Like mm-hmm. the, the Messi contract was just ridiculous. Yeah, and it was it was just under the like I didn't know about it mm-hmm. until like, uh, like because Messi's a like I, I, Messi's a great player. So is, yeah. so is Ronaldo, but or whatever his name is, that Cristiano Ronaldo. But uh, got the boot. He's out. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know anything about. I don't know what soccer. I hate FIFA. I really? hate what they stand for. Well, they are awful. Yeah, they're they're, they're the they're they're the bastard. They're, they're like they're. The parents of a bastard child between them and IOC. It, I was just gonna say that is between the IOC and FIFA for who's the worst. Yeah, they, like that's that's the one stain on Switzerland. Yeah, is that their headquarters of the, uh, of the FIFA. IOC of, of FIFA? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the IOC? Is Switzerland want the IOC? Fucking, from, from, Probably why? Greece, sure, or something. Greece or whatever those. But the IOC is awful. Yeah. The IOC is so awful that right now you've got marijuana. Is it, who's the the American sprinter? She's like the hundred meter boss, and they're like you smoke some weed. You're out. It's like really like what are you what are you gonna get? When, when you, yeah, I'd be like, go ahead. I'm like I'm like, okay. Hopefully it slows her down. Yeah, hopefully she won't, she won't want to train. She just wanted to like eat pizza and watch out. like the Price is Right during the day. Like who knows? I just don't understand how like when you just look at the um, the hypocrisy behind all the other runners that were running in the Ben Johnson race. When you're when you're like Ben Johnson was on steroids, and uh, old Carl there is gonna be the guy who we're gonna say is the man now, but mm-hmm. he was on a ton of shit too, but not the same shit as Ben Johnson. So you sound like bad. a detective from the 1940s. Yeah, it is. That's my class. detective yeah. voice. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, it is my detective voice. Ah, come on, see. Ah, ah see. Ah, see. Ah, see. Yeah, yeah, I got Dolly over here. She's finding my nails. Hair. She's a real <laughs> whip. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was pretty good too. I'm not gonna say mine is great, but yours is pretty good. That wasn't. Uh, that was not too shabby. Don't sell yourself short because your timing was good, and you didn't lose focus on the shit talk. Constantly <laughs> talking shit in a stream that wasn't, wasn't you weren't stammering. Yeah, she's a real, uh, real spark, see? Yeah, no, the IOC. I was, I was waiting for you to just pull a flask <laughs> out of your jacket. Oh no, it would be a sapper. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah. what's that there? See? Spamp. <laughs> Sappy one. Mm, this is gonna be a hard case, see? Oh man. Um, Alberta's open. We yeah, are, we are open for business. We That's why open. we're doing this again. On top of you know not being a crippled human being. Yeah. So no, yeah, no heat and cripple. That was, that, it was those, the yeah. heat and the crippling pain. Yeah, you were you were dealing with crippling pain. Yes. In the 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 heat that this entire planet's going through right now. It was so hot that my aunt from Vegas called to ask my mom what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, I think 112 there, and we were at 104 here at one point. Yeah, we got up to 40. Yeah. I think that was the highest I saw in my car, and then um, uh, yeah, I went through. I think I went through. One tank of gas just based on air conditioning. I oh, think. wow. Yeah, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. That's brutal. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I don't care. Fuck it. See, I have this thing um, with me. Like, I always joke that maybe maybe I've got some sort of, like, mental problem. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to a certain cold or a certain heat, I'll just I'll just shut off the, the uncomfortableness. I do, too. That's the best yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just tune it out. Yeah, because I'm like, for me, it's like, uh, like, last last Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe this is last Saturday. I went biking in plus 30. Yeah. And so, because um, I, I kind of like I I want to I want to go biking so bad, and, uh, um, and it was at noon. Mm-hmm. And so, so I mean, we're talking like peak heat. Yeah, like it's like the sun is like directly above us. Like it's like the sun is basically attacking us. Mm. And so it's have to get you. Yeah, and so but I said, you know what? I gotta be. I can't keep saying no to hot weather because yeah. you have to get acclimatized acclimatized to it sooner or later. Yeah, and so yeah, so we went out. Um, just did it. Just did. There was some sort of breeze, but at the same time, it's like when you. When you're biking and then you stop, it's furnace. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you have to keep going. Well, because like we have that, it's almost like a jacket. Like it's so humid. Yeah. Here as well, the second you stop, it's like it builds on your skin. 
And then second started moving again. Oh yeah, like I it's like, like yeah. Again. See all this? Oh, that's rough. Yeah, this was all blistering. Oh my god. Yeah. Now that's because you burnt yourself. Yeah, but cooking. Like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is from cooking, but when this is exposed to heat, even like today, this was oh. this was all bubbling. All oh this my god. was all bubbling. Now as you see, it's scarred off. So. I, don't, I don't want to show you the show you this, but like yeah. I feel like your arm looks so bad that Robocop just shoot you in the dick. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I just like yeah, just creamy. Yeah, I went, I went through the toxic waste. I'm like, kill me, help me, help me die, help me die, hit me uh, with the car, splat. splat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's arguably the best movie death ever. Oh yeah, for sure. It's the one from a kid that really stuck with me. There's it's so cathartic because you're like, yes. number one is like, I want that guy to die. He's awful. Is it because he's awful? And I want him to die because just fucking put that guy out of his misery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was wonderful. Yeah. Because the thing is like, he, but actually, say, I, actually, I didn't want, I didn't want him to die because I'm like, live your way, live that way for the rest of your life. Feel that pain. Yeah. That's the the Wesley to mm -hmm. the pain. Yeah. We're not gonna. It's not to the death. It's to the pain. Yeah, it's to the it's pain. The ear, the ear, yeah. the legs, the face. No, to the, the dick. pain. Ah, I don't believe I'm familiar with that term. <laughs> Princess Bride, amazing Hump, movie. Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Yeah. Gr great movie. Yeah. I was uh, reading a Reddit thread probably about last week, maybe like three or four days ago, about somebody was talking about how Stardust is as good as The Princess Bride. I just want to say to that, thumbs down, fart sound, because the book is amazing. The movie is horseshit. I didn't. I didn't like the movie. I have no idea what that is, Stardust. Stardust was a book. Well, first it was a graphic novel by Charles Vess and Neil Gaiman. And then he wrote a novelization, which, like, expands on the graphic novel. When did the movie come out? Uh, probably about 2004, 2005 Okay, yeah, I didn't see it. I, yeah, I Robert didn't see De Niro it. plays the, the airship captain. Oh, uh, okay. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I know. Okay, I know which one you're talking plays about now. Plays the witch. I, didn't, I, I, I never watched it, but, like... Um, why isn't why are why isn't why isn't it a classic now? Why is nobody talking about it? That's my point, right? No one gives a fuck. Everybody talks like you. You quote Princess Bride all the time. Yeah, Princess Bride is timeless. Like any generation, any age can watch that movie yeah. and be like, "Oh my god, that is so, that, that is such a that's a flawless movie. It's it, so good." Yeah. That, that's that's a good point. It's yeah. I would say it's probably flawless. Yeah, I can't I can't think of any sequence in the movie. Where I'm like, you know what? That one part. No, though, it's it's that one part no it's it, the pacing is perfect it's yeah. actually the movie is like a book it's paced well, so I mean, well it's, it's meant to be yeah yeah it's actually it actually is you know what it's meant to be like a book and it actually does feel like it a feels book. like a book yeah when you're watching it and yeah. you're like um like i read the book and it's like there there's there, there's a lot of backstory that's um that's not included but you don't necessary yeah it, there's a lot but there's not really a lot that you need no like um i was watching that um the, what's it called the tarantino interview on the old uh, the rogan show there or another podcast you should check out Joe Rogan, if you don't know already. But who's Tarantino's talking about... The, yeah, who's Joe Rogan? He's talking about the novelization of Once Upon a Time in, the, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah. And how he expands. Because, like, when we were kids, you read novelization of a movie, they would always have extra stuff in there. It was like, well, I didn't know that. That's amazing. This is great. I remember The Undiscovered Country. Mm -hmm. I was reading... I don't know why I did this. Uh, just, it's, it's not bad. Is that, it's good. is that how much you love Star Trek? No, I, I, <laughs> I like it. But, like, usually this is my thing for, like, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, You're going to throw it. it out there. Get out. But yeah. the the novelization for Star Trek's the the Undiscovered Country was awesome. Yeah, I can imagine. As a kid, it was so fun to read that. And Batman, mm -hmm. Batman was really good too. Yeah, I. Um, uh, well, he was trying to bring back the novelization. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, actually, both, both those movies I thought I saw in theaters. Star Batman. Trek, yeah, no, Batman, yeah. the first one. Yeah. I think everyone did. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, Undiscovered Country. I was like, um, my cousin's like, we have to go see this movie in theaters. I was yeah. like, yeah, let's go see it. And I love that movie. It was incredible. Yeah. Even as campy as uh, that Cry Havoc scene is, 
Mm-hmm. It's almost terrifying. Yeah. When Chang is quoting Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. for Plumber. That guy's good in everything, man. He was good in everything. R.I.P. I know, but... We lost him, too. I don't want to bring that... Oh, I don't yeah. want to bring this podcast up. But what a... I know, right? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Um, <laughs> the, the scene when he tells him, is like, you know, Shakespeare is good. Hamlet was Hamlet? Hamlet's good, but not as good in its original Klingon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, language. I was just gibberish what I was talking about. It. But still, it was pretty close. You know what? If I hadn't cracked up, I bet you the people at home would have thought you spoke Klingon. Who knows? I ruined that. I ruined the, the joke. I might even edit out my laugh because I'm not going to. But if I hadn't lost it, people would have thought you were literally quoting Star Trek. That's not what uh, he says? That's pretty much it. I think that's, I think that's what he says. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's such a good movie, though. It was the first time I remember watching... um. Like when they shot somebody in anti-gravity and the blood moved around? The blood, yeah, that scene was awesome. That was incredible. That was incredible. Because you never thought about that. Yeah. Like, like when there's no gravity in space and somebody gets shot and the blood moves out of them. It's yeah, it, ball it, up yeah it just balls up like that. Yeah, it's, And the gravity it's, comes back and hits the ground? Yeah, that's like Christian oh. Slater's in it. Fuck, man, the movie's awesome. Yeah, great Christian Slater cameo too, yeah. huh? Man. Yeah, yeah and just, it's just... Because at that point, you're like, hey, this is the last time I'm going to see... Uh, Shatner and the people like Shatner and his crew like just in that in a movie and I was like in theater experience I'm like this is great when you saw the signatures at the end yeah and you knew it was over yeah like this is it yeah it's done sex start of the right straight on till morning Peter Pan oh man that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna hurt I have to go watch it again does it hurt more than your stomach after the that was pretty bad Shakespeare Klingon that's pretty bad the Shakespeare Klingon got me Um, at least I'm ready for it now Mm -hmm. Uh, speaking of Batman DC Comics as mandated, Batman does not eat out he Catwoman. Eat oh, yeah, <laughs> he right. does yeah. not. They wanted to pull a joke in that Harley Quinn show mm-hmm. about Catwoman making a joke, I think, about yeah. Batman, you know, like, going out for dinner. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know if you realize, but Batman, you know, as mentally sound as he is, does not eat out. No, no, he doesn't get it. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't eat out. I think he probably does. It's Catwoman. That's his lady. I think Batman reciprocates. They made that stupid killing joke where he smashed back. I, I think I think Catwoman could make him do it. I think he would because it's Catwoman. Yeah. Selena Kyle, she's a knockout. That is I think that is the appropriate term for Selena Kyle. She's a knockout. Yep. In any iteration. Maybe not Anne Hathaway. A little bossy for my taste. Anne Hathaway? <laughs> but, but you know, still. Anne Hathaway ha- The problem is Anne Hathaway is just Yeah, she she's She's a good actress. I'll give her that. She's a very good actress. But she she knows she's in Hollywood, and that fucking bothers me. Well, we, she knows she's in Hollywood, or she knows that she is Hollywood. She knows she's Hollywood, and she yeah. knows how good of an actress she is. Yeah, I can and, see and, that. and she makes sure that she wants to make sure that everyone else knows that. But she's yeah. very like um, passive aggressive about it, and that's what irritates me. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so I just want to like take her up to the top of this building and throw her off. It's just like cat owner. I would never do that. I don't think you would either. I think I think I, I think I would um, eat out until like the edge of this thing, and then just t- with her lift her, grab her legs, and just. If you were Batman, with yeah. the cape, and then you would stand there while the lightning strike hit from behind you. Yeah, and that's the actual intro, the animated series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how the animated series starts. Yeah, like there, there'd be a scene in the Dark Knight Rises, the uncut scene is like, <laughs> Robin comes up to me, he's like, "Is she dead?" I'm like, "I'm not sure," <laughs> and I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> 
dark sense of humor. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Um, so I was uh, I was talking to my well, I'm not gonna say who because it's gonna it's gonna kind of like give away who I was talking to. I was talking a lot of shit about it, but the idea of something you bring up every now and then, which is the time is money. Yeah, time is money thing, mm-hmm. and because time is money. I sounded, I think, callous to some people that I would just not waste. I would not waste any extra time in a relationship that I felt was already past its date. Yeah. Like, I would just, to me, I'm just like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was making, like, we were if talking you know, about if, some stuff. If you know there's no future in it, it's not yeah. worth salvaging, yeah, then do it. Just, just stop, right? Yeah. Just walk it, away. Otherwise, if, the, if you find there is something to, like, worth fighting for, mm-hmm. yeah, then fight for it. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm not crazy in saying that if something, if you don't feel like this is the right person for you... Like, why spend the next year trying to make something work and potentially like fuck it up even more? Yeah, that's that's a year of to your life. You will, yeah, you, there's a year of a life that year of your life that you will never get back. Never. Same with the other persons. Yes. So you have to like get out of each other's way and then just say, let's not waste waste each other's time. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen that happen a few times with people uh, that I know and like and respect, and I can't seem to understand why they don't just like call it a day, man. Like this is clearly not going the way either of you wanted to go. Yeah. And you're not. You're not doing... This particular person wasn't doing the other person any favors mm-hmm. by trying to be like, oh, you know, like, you're not that bad. Maybe I should give it a try and blah, blah, blah. And four years later, you're still stuck in a shitty relationship that then implodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time. That's an extremely that's an long extremely time. That's long time to let that go. Yeah, there's... At a certain point, you have to, like... There's... I don't know. I think, like, there's a certain point where you're, like... You're, you just be like... Um, Stop the CPR. Yeah, you like you. You have to like kind of like take a step back, and take a broader sense of view, and just be like, start demonstrating the contrast of what my life presently is and what mm-hmm. do I want it to be. Who's going to be in that life? Yes. Long term, right? And yeah. then to say like, you know, what are the odds? What are the chances of me? Is it worth putting much this much effort into it? Is it going to be reciprocated? Am I the only one who's doing the work here? Mm-hmm. So there's a number of things that goes into that. Yep. So if you if you find that if you put the numbers together at the end. Um, and and you find like you know what yeah um, this doesn't make any sense but um, then but the only thing that's keeping your that's keeping you from doing anything is either desperation or um, just del- or just being deluded yeah I think that's a big part of it yes and then I think like, you yeah. delude yourself into thinking that this is worth hanging on to and yeah. really it's not like yeah so it's... like so like what am, what am I doing to make this relationship work or yeah. like hoping to make this into something right mm-hmm. what am I doing okay am I doing all the heavy am I doing all the calling uh, what is she really saying? What is he really saying? Whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you have to like, you have to look for these things. If you don't, if you're like, if you're in a relationship or emotionally immature or not used to anything, uh, you're um, you're not going to look for the subtle clues. You're not going to see them. You're not going to notice. Well, them. you won't know to look for them. You don't. Yeah, and that's because the, you're emotionally immature, and to you, you're just having a good time. And when things go bad, and you freak out, and you can, you don't know to look for the cues that this is all there is. It's just yeah. two childish people being childish. And this this sounds kind of. Uh, harsh this sounds kind of harsh but i don't want to say harsh but it's just like i find that you, you have to make these decisions when your head is clear and so you can't be do you can't when you're making decisions about like uh especially like guys and girls um i can always speak from a guy's point of view but i think like um a, a, a very like popular like opinion i think it's, you might agree with this is that um a lot of guys make to make these decisions um i've read about this um, is that they they're clingy and they they don't know when to stop or they're just hoping for something is because they think about these this uh, that girl or that person um, 
when they're horny. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So 100%. like, hundred percent. So because their their head is like just uh, filled with all these like ridiculous well, like gums ideas. Gums up the works, man. Well, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just built up. So you had to like that '70s show with Eric. He's like, chicks, man, they gump the works. You gotta rub one out and get her out of your head. Yeah, that's exactly. You have, <laughs> I think, like, once you get that out, you just, like, you know, you shake it off or whatever. You're just like. You think so? Yeah, you're just like, okay. Yeah, like, I'm like, what was I worried about? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I think you need to, like, for a lot of guys who have an immature thought process, the the women there, the whole idea of the process it gums up the works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you have to, you're like, bringing yeah, it all. Yeah, it, it, I think it, like, helps you get back control of your thoughts and be like, fucking just snap out of it. Well, I, that that's like such a, a primal part of being a younger person. Mm-hmm. Like when you're older, I, I think that's the difference between when you're younger and older. Right? When you're older, time is money, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Like they don't gump the works as much. No. Like the whole idea of being like a, a sex crazed lunatic. That's why you're with this girl because she's got the goods, man. Mm-hmm. She's got the goods. Yeah. She lets me do whatever I want. Yeah. It's like, well, you, once you're older, it doesn't once matter. You, once you once you're like uh once you're seasoned and you're emotionally, and emotionally mature. Once the engine is broken in, you're just like you know what? No, I the fuck. I've been there. Fucking yeah. cares. I don't. I I've don't seen. Yeah. Shit. I met a ton of girls like that. I know a ton of girls like that. I know a bunch of people who've been through that. Yeah. Blah blah. blah. And then you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I'm not. I don't even one of those people. Yeah. She ain't worth like whatever she can give me. She or she is not worth it. Worth, yeah. yeah. He or she is not worth. Whatever the, 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 the mental stress. stress, the yeah. mental stress I'm getting from this person. Exactly. It's uh, it's not worth the time. No, yeah, no girl, no, no guy is. No, no, no girl or guy is worth your emotional uh, stress Distress. being at like red level all the time. No. A little bit of stress is good for you because like if you're worried about like how am I living up to my end of the deal? Yeah, little, this person's good yeah. to me. Am I being good to them? Stress should sh- a little bit of stress is good because it should motivate you to do something to be better. Yeah. Whether it's work or whether it's like uh, your workouts or whatever it is, right? The stress is good. A little bit of stress is good for you. Yeah. But um, a lot of stress will just, uh, it'll knock you on your ass. Well, I think the difference is like, yeah, like we were saying is like, is the stress motivating you to be a better person or is the stress debilitating you? Debilitating you because the situation is so like, uh, like negative. The yeah. situation in general is just like that hot neck. The weight mm-hmm. on your shoulders. The fire on, on your neck. The fire on your neck. Mm-hmm. It's not Lyme disease. It's yeah. a tick. Yeah, I got that from Martin Lawrence. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Martin Lawrence thing. <laughs> the fire on your neck. Uh, yeah, no, I just thought, I was thinking about that a lot, and it came up in like a couple conversations this week, so I was like, you know, it's just not worth it. And when people say, it's like, well, you don't know because you haven't been in a real relationship. Well, no, I think the thing is, people who make the argument that you don't, like you're not allowing yourself to be in a relationship mm-hmm. might possibly be in a good relationship. Yeah. They're actually in a good place. Yeah. So, they're a good example of how things go right. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about when you know things are wrong. And then people in good relationships will be like, well, you didn't put enough effort into this and that. Well, what would you rather have me do? Mm-hmm. Get her babied up and I'm stuck with this broad for the rest of my life? No, no. man. No. Don't do that. No. But, uh, <laughs> I said broad. I've been trying not to, but caught myself there. But I think the, the problem is... The you're, people, better off, you're better off saying, like... Nah, just, just leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> I think the problem is people in good relationships think that everybody has the potential of being immediately in a good relationship. Yeah. So like even trying to trying to get somebody else to give you advice is is uh it's tough. It's rough, right? It's rough, but like the you're not um, always gonna get that. People, yeah, and some people are just like well, well are scared to like come to you for advice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're terrified. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's like a big part of it too. I mean, don't be afraid to to try to find something, but at the same time, definitely don't. Like, don't just rush into something and stay there because, you know... Yeah. It's going to be, like, the, the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. I mean, very likely, it's going to be the worst thing ever happened to you. Exactly. And, man. you know, either one of you will have choke marks on your neck. Yeah. When I, you I, become an Eminem song. Yeah. I, I, I find it's... I find to... It's, it's, it's... You can easily... 
judge people by the by the people who they I think one 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 thing you can judge people on is like the people they keep the, the people they keep close around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you meet those people; they're good people. That person, you don't have to worry about that person. I think that's uh, then you get a podcast and hang out together, you yeah. influence each other, influence like each other, yeah. take you're care of each other, broads all the time. Yeah, <laughs> fucking animal. Mad at <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm an animal. No. I just, I just think sometimes. I've been, I've been, that, I've been using that term all week. <laughs> well, you know, it's not. To, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just stuck in my head. Have you ever um, tried to? Oh, have yeah. you ever been in a situation? I know you have. Have you ever been in a situation? This is something, something else that kind of popped up this week, where you tried to maybe do something that somebody else wasn't doing, or had any kind of, any kind of like impulse to do. But you brought it up, like in conversation, like, hey, I've been thinking about climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Hey, I've been thinking about maybe you know, going to Nepal and doing base camp. They're like, don't do it. You're going to suck at it. I wouldn't do it. Fuck it. It's terrible. It's like, have you, have you noticed that like, haters going to hate? Yeah. I just had this weird kind of situation this week, too, a couple times in two different places because I'm, I'm working on this one project on this uh, Lyme disease. Uh-huh. And uh, we're, we're, I was trying to talk to somebody about this this particular thing that we're working on. And then the idea of, like, that negativity you get back from someone, mm-hmm. they're like, don't even bother. Like, that's not going to work. It's, that's not going to work. It's like, you know, have you, you know, the question you ask afterwards, like, well, did you fucking try? It's like, well, no, I never even got off the ground. I never even thought, thought about doing it. But immediately you get, like, the negativity back. Like, you're trying to work on something, not so much to make yourself a better person, but just, like, whatever. It could be, like I said, just going to, I'm going to walk around town. <laughs> I'm gonna walk on that bridge and come back in five minutes. Uh, have I been through that? Yeah. Uh, have you ever, like, I'm, I'm just wondering. Like, uh, I'm, I'm looking for. So no, I'm not the only one. I should be more clear. Before I. Okay. So the question is, have you ever been involved in a project or tried to be, or tried to start something or do whatever it is, and then immediately face negativity from somebody who has no intent on doing what you're doing? But automatically just says to you, like, that's bullshit, it'll never work. No, I haven't. You haven't seen that? Nope, I've never been through that. I've seen that a couple times uh, with people. I'm seeing it right now with something I'm working on from from certain people. Mm-hmm. And the response back from me, I didn't say it out loud because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not a monster. Um, I might be an animal, not a monster. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a monster. Yes. But, like, I want to say right back, it's like, well, you're not ever going to get off your ass and try it. So why are you being negative to when somebody else is trying to do it? Yeah, I've never, I've never been... I've never I've been the person on the other side of it though of telling somebody else that's not gonna work I or just be I, not 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 as brutal as that yeah more in the sense of like um okay you're not okay I'm, I'm, I have to be totally honest with you this is the reason there's a reason why you asked me that uh, asked me for my uh, input on this mm-hmm. I said okay fine like I'm like I'm like how so I'd be like I guess the end statement my end statement would be like if you distill it down I'm like um how realistic are you? How realistic is this uh, that you can get it done? Yeah. And how much effort are you going to put into it? Yes. So that I'm like, ask, ask and then I said like, I'm not going to answer that question for you. You ask and you answer that question for yourself mm-hmm. and then move forward from there. So like, you have to, you have to be like realistic about this. But you're not being negative. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just yeah. giving, cause like that's when people come up to you're me. You're just giving ask, guidance. Yeah. So like they came up to me to ask, to like to ask for my guidance or yeah. ask my, for my opinion. Yeah. And so I'd be like, okay, you asked me as your friend. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you this. Okay, I know you. There's a reason why you asked me. And I'm like, how serious are you about this? And, and you could be serious, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you, like, answer, answer that question. Like, if you're serious about it, um, then just go nuts. Oh, there's my mom. The um, oh, there you go. I think. 
No, no, sorry, Sandra. And then, um, <laughs> same vehicle. And then, um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I'd just be like, yeah, just be uh, like, how serious are you? Because do you not understand what this, uh, do you understand what this undertaking means? Mm -hmm. And then just, um, like, best of luck, but like, be realistic <laughs> about it and don't like, uh, don't, over, don't overextend yourself. And stuff but that's like that. just, yeah. they're just doing, like, for lack of a better term, they're, they're basically doing like, uh, like market research. Because mm -hmm. they're trying to find out they're just trying to come to you to be like, hey, this is something about working on. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you mm -hmm. think it's a good, like somebody would walk up to you wearing a jacket and be like, does this look good on me? Mm -hmm. Like, how does this look on me right now? And you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. That's a members only jacket. And last time I checked, it's 2021. Yeah. It's like, I mean, is it coming back in style? I don't know. Yeah. I th yeah. But that's, that's basically what they're doing for you. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the haters going to hate type thing. Yeah. I have never been through that. Yeah. Where like somebody just like straight up. Like it's, I've seen it happen a couple times where somebody just says, "Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this thing, like whatever it is. I'm gonna work on this project. It, maybe I know cars, and I'm gonna rebuild, like, a, like Strangler in his car. Strangler comes to me and says, "I'm gonna rebuild a '68 Mustang." I'm like, "That'll never happen. Mm -hmm. That's a terrible idea, and you should abandon that right away." Yeah. But I mean, he's got the know-how. He has the ability to do it. Not only does he have the ability to do it, he kind of did it. Mm -hmm. And now he's taking that thing around town and showing it off. Yeah. And he get, he wins awards for it. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to immediately be like, that'll never happen. He should stop right now. Screw it. It won't work out. Mm -hmm. You'll never get the parts. You'll never get the parts. You'll never you'll never do it. You can't get the tires to that car. They don't even make them anymore. Well, yeah. The, the, that I guess, kind of shit I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. There's also like something as, as negative reinforcement. Yeah. Where you tell someone that you can't do this. Some people be like, okay, fine. You can't think. You don't think like if there's that too. There's that too because that's how I, that's how I take it, that, and that's what I do as well. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, so like, so like my one of my dad said to me, he's like, oh, when you hit forty, yeah, this is why you're getting you're getting a little bit of weight and stuff like that. And I'm like, I could lose this in I could lose this in two weeks. That too, right? And then I'm like, fuck you. And then I said, yeah, fuck you. I'm like, I'll I'll do it. And the next thing you know, I lost like this much weight. That is a that is a a perfect yeah. example of kind of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. When people who can't get off their ass to do something, not yeah. that your dad couldn't get off his ass. But there are people out I there. I think he was on his ass, yeah. Right <laughs> on his ass. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not going to get off your ass, Uncle. I'm just saying. Sometimes there are people out there who can't get off their butt and get something done. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, this happens. When you turn 40, your back starts to hurt, your legs start to hurt, your head starts to hurt, your neck, and everything is just going to shit. Yeah. Your testosterone goes down. It's like, don't fucking tell me that you can't do 30 push-ups mm -hmm. so nobody else can do them. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me that you're not working out and taking care of yourself that, mm -hmm. like, nobody else could. Yeah. Right? I think that's what bothers me a lot about that, that scenario mm -hmm. is the idea of, like, People who won't do something or get off their ass to make something happen, telling other people that you'll never be able to get that done. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to be very generic and very vague about it so it kind of relates to more people. But yeah. just that general idea of like the haters going to hate thing. Haters are always going to hate no matter yeah. what because they're like, oh, I wish I could do that. But Yeah. Or again, there's the idea of because I'm not doing it, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. It's like because me or somebody, I don't dumb. know. Yeah. Like you don't, you can't. Like, I don't, I don't think everybody needs praise heaped on them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you should, if you see somebody trying to do something and you see them putting their effort into making like a, a project happen or a dream happen or mm -hmm. whatever it is, but just to be like, you'll never get that off the ground. Yeah. You should just fucking stop now. Yeah. Get under a rock and die. Yeah. That bothers me. I don't like that. I mean, be supportive. Be supportive of people Always, in, your, yeah. in your circle, right? But be honest with people. And, um. Most importantly. Yeah, exactly. Be yeah. honest with people. Yeah. The last thing I was going to end on is there are two things I'm going to do tonight. Uh, the first one is I'm going to rewatch The Last Boy Scout because that's a terrific movie. Fucking awesome. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrific movie that was written here because that's on the top of my head. And I'm going to watch for the first time because I've never watched it before. And I know a lot of people out there think I'm a, I'm a, a monster for not doing it. I've never seen Death Proof. I have not watched Death Proof ever. 
I watched Planet Terror. Death Proof? No, I did Planet Terror and I didn't like it. So I was like, ah. Oh, I just fuck. walked away. Go to Miles and watch it. It's on the uh, the old Netflix there, so I'm gonna yeah, give it a go. I'm right over there. Fuck, if you want to come watch it, you can. But some Death Proof. Yeah. I've never watched Death Proof. Death Proof's awesome. I uh, I was always, I was intending to do it, and I think I wasn't in the country for Grindhouse. Like, when mm -hmm. it happened? Yeah. I came back, and everybody's already talking about it. Grindhouse is so fuck, good. I should watch Death Proof today, too. That's actually a good idea. So, it's on Netflix. That so might I thought, you know I what? Might get mangled tonight and watch it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, they were talking about it on, the, on the podcast. I'm like, you know what? I've never seen Death Proof. And I'm awesome. not terrified to admit that either. Oh, no, no. Who cares, man? If you haven't, yeah. seen, you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching it. Awesome. God, I am so excited. I, I, you're going to see it for the first time. It's for the awesome. first time. Yeah, it's I've got my so good. My nice headphones. Yep. I've got my TV right there. Nice. It's all calibrated. Yep. Watch me some Kurt Russell in a car that's going to just like... I hear he bangs some broads around. And like that's how he kills them. He just oh, like hard turns. It's brutal, like, man. Fuck. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I know, I'm not gonna say anything else. Just watch it. Yeah, that's all I know about. It. Yeah. All I know is um, Strangler was kind of telling me about like one of the kills, and he's like, he just like he does this thing in the car and the head, and the, I'm like, oh my god, stop! And then he never got around. Oh, and the, okay, full full disclosure. I've also never seen Saving Private Ryan. Oh, gives a shit. I've never, I've never watched that. Who cares? I eat a lot of shit for that from people who know. Oh, who cares? But, um, Save I kind of know what happens. Save Prime is, is a well-made movie, mm -hmm. but, uh, like, the opening scene is crazy. But it's no Dunkirk. It's no Dunkirk, though. Because that's not, the only thing that, that I remember from, from Save Prime Ryan is the opening scene. That's what I feel like, That's right? all it is. That's all anybody that's, ever that's says all that's, to me. And it's not to, like, take away from the, like, it's, I'm sure it's, it's a well-made movie, but mm -hmm. after that, I just, I just, I remember I just tapped out of it. I'm like... Um, everyone's fucking dying for this one fucking guy that looked same Private Ryan, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I, I didn't, um, that's not a fucking entrance, idiot. Um, um, but yeah, the, um, cause there's no, there's no sense of dread. They're like, you know, like everything's like, like the, cause you know, when they first landed on Normandy Beach, mm. you know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just shown in a it's graphic chaos. way. It's, it's graphic, right? I hear it's just like the ships open up and it's just meat. Yeah, as soon as they, yeah, as soon as the, the doors open up like this, and then that's it and then but uh there's no sense of dread it's like you, you, you don't feel like you're there oh that's a bummer yeah but it's like uh, it's graphic and stuff like that it's a very very well made it's visually it's, it's a really good movie uh but but um it's no as the story goes on there's really no i mean you kind of you see it coming yeah it's, i don't know I, I i felt the movie drag to be that's honest with you yeah that was a real bummer i'd rather watch like um honestly i'd rather watch apocalypse now i'd rather watch dunkirk i'd rather watch platoon I'd almost always rather I'd rather watch, watch Guns of Navarone. I'd rather watch Death Proof. I would rather watch Death Proof, to be honest. For the with first you. time. It's because the thing is that, yeah, it's not a very. Um, there's certain war movies you can watch because you're just like, they're just. Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line's good. Um, yeah, there's just some you can watch and just like. Uh, because they're, they're just they're just good movies. Like they're like Apocalypse Now is just disturbing. Platoon is, just, is like, is fucked up. It's all about like. It's, it's about certain things. Platoon is about the most. I, I feel like. I mean, just watching that. Platoon is the one that I think if you've been there gives you the worst kind of like heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Because it's written from the perspective of a guy who actually was there. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you don't know, Charlie Sheen's character is based on Oliver Stone who yeah. was in Vietnam yeah. at that age and saw the worst of the worst happen. Yeah. So then he wrote Platoon. Mm -hmm. And then he added a lot of that in Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Conan goes to Vietnam and kills the wolves. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, when you watch that, you kind of feel like, well, Oliver Stone went through that. Mm -hmm. He saw this happen, and it was the worst part of his life. Yeah. Now he's trying to give you the most that he can give you to be like, this is how bad it was. Yeah. Like that's Born not, on the 4th of July. Born on the 4th of July. Um, Tom Cruise was excellent in that movie. Even uh, uh, Forrest Gump. 
Yeah. Forrest Gump is good. When the explosions happen as he's running? Yeah. That's like, you feel it in the sides of your neck. Yeah. And the thing is that, that Forrest Gump has like a, has a great war scene in it, and it's not yeah. even a war movie. It's not even a war movie. Yeah. It's got one of the greatest war scenes yeah. in it. It's not even a war yeah. movie. Yeah, and, like, and look at like Apocalypse. If you look watch Apocalypse now, the, the new version of it, it is... The redo? The re... Uh, no, the final cut. Oh, yeah. the newest, newest one. The newest one, I have it. And it's like, it is, they remastered everything. Hmm. And it's it's, it's uh, Coppola's like definitive version. He's like, this Ooh. is the one I want to make. Really? And they redid the, the, the audio, they remixed everything. And it is, I was just watching it. I just, I, I was testing it the other day on my new sound system. And it's just like, oh, holy, Valkyries. oh my God. The, when the Valkyries <laughs> come, you just look at the ceiling because you just feel them go like that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And, and then like, Dunkirk is just like, uh, well, I don't know if I've talked about Dunkirk too many times. So. We've Dunkirk to death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to, uh, you want to... I'm Dunkirk. <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, it was good. It was a good comeback episode. We had a lot of fun stuff. Yep. We uh, we crushed some hilarious things. Yep. Uh, we talked about... Uh, we talked about... We talked about... Klingon. It's good to see you too, pal. Yeah. It's good to be able to do that and not feel like I've somebody's going to shut never us got, down. I've never gotten this from you. Never. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. I've, I've completely dropped the hugs on you. Those cameras go yeah. off. Yeah. I'm gonna lift this guy with my head. Yeah. And then put my back up again. And be out for another time. Yeah, just throw me on top of the roof. <laughs> just throw me on top of the roof. <laughs> just like straight baby cradling yeah. me on top of the roof. Okay, am I like wrong? Table. Before we end here, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge wrestling fan. I know that you're a, a fan of wrestling. Up until 1990. I can't, and this is one of those things I remember being in my head, but I can't seem to, to find it anywhere. Did Brock Lesnar not one time baby cradle Rey Mysterio over the top rope into the ring? Yeah. He did that, right? Yeah. I can't find it anywhere. I just remember Brock when he was like the old school, like, you well, know, re- re-tattoo. Why don't you just rewatch the matches? Because they're scrubbing a lot of that shit. Uh, don't you have the network? I do have the network. Oh, it's on Peacock now. And they're scrubbing more. Oh of that yeah, stuff. I remember you told me about that. That's right. They are. They are sanitizing the WWE network. You know, to get your frustrations. One inch punch over there. Oh, one inch punch that yeah. wall. I restarted it for you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think the music has been playing for some time now. All right. Um, I think in Klingon, you could do your line. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, we well, sure can. Okay, hold on. Doc, <laughs> doc. <laughs>